0: Hello and welcome to Open All Hours, the QPR podcast. Uh, I'm David Fraser and I'm here with three other QPR fans um, tonight as we record on the evening of Transfer Deadline Day. So by the time you read this, by the time you read this, by the time you listen to this, um, you will know who QPR have and haven't signed. Uh, we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, have QPR podcast regular with me from ITV Sport, Chris Mendes. Good evening. Uh, we also have from the Telegraph the Telegraph Sports Editor. Is that uh, online sports? Online editing. sports Let's not editor. Anyone up the wrong We won't rub anyone up the wrong way. Um, <laughs> the wrong way. Um, who would be? Who would we be rubbing up the I don't wrong want to way? Who, off my boss, <laughs> and 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 their name is well,
1: you know, I might call him Sillsy, but that's a bit bit casual for broadcast. Adam Sills, wonderful Adam Sills.
0: We don't want to rub him up the wrong no. way. Uh, Tom Gibbs, welcome, um, QPR fan, of course, and QPR fan. Um, are you the axe wielder in your band? Is that what the, is called in your no, game? No, probably the like bass player. The bass is, player is a bit more boring. <laughs> of Orange Goblin, uh, Martin Millards. Good evening. Right. Did I pronounce her name right? Yeah. yeah. Um, right, okay, so quite a lot to talk about. Inevitably, um, transfer deadline uh, and and birth. And before I get onto that, just to remind everyone, you can follow us on Twitter, at QPR Pod, you can listen to all our old episodes at qprpod.co.uk and thank you very much to ian fraser no relation for the beers tonight who's gone on our website um, and has bought us the beers and if anybody else would like to be so kind we um please do thank you very much we appreciate all the support we get for the podcast you go on to our website at qprpod.co.uk click on the support us button and then there's all the options about how you can do that okay burton
1: I sort of maybe once or twice a year have a moment during a QPR home match where I have this feeling that I'm wasting my life. <laughs> uh, and, and Burton was one of those. There was a, there was a weird atmosphere around the ground. It felt like you know we turned up expecting to win, which obviously isn't something you feel that often as a QPR fan. It was it, it felt flat from the beginning, and the players seemed to be. Uh, demonstrating that as well. Uh, I mean, you can't really uh, legislate for how bad Longo is when he when he has a mayor. He seems to be did, really really he, terrible. Um, we, we had some nice spells. I thought we put a few sort of quite pleasant little moves together, but we just couldn't get that solid base going. And I think we we went into that game expecting Burton to sit back, but they actually broke on us really effectively. And we missed someone kind of in front of the back four. It was sort of back four at one some point. The formation was quite hard to work out, but it feels like. When we play with that back four, if it's Hall that's playing forward, or if it's a three with sort of one of the defenders stepping out, you should be able to dominate that space in between midfield and defence. And we're just not doing that whatsoever. Mm. Both of the goals were kind of due to lapses in that area. Um, I thought. Do you think the
0: first goal? Do do, do you think the first goal was a lapse in that area? Yeah, the first goal
1: was Smithies just. Not having a Smithies, I, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't put the blame on the first one for Smithies. I was screaming at Doughty for that one because he was ambling about, and so was Longo, and both of them, either of them, could have been closing the fella down. It was a great shot. Uh, uh, I, I wouldn't put too much blame at uh, Smithies' door for that, um, but. The, uh, out he was running back from a corner he'd taken the corner and it felt like he hadn't quite read it and might have been a bit out of breath and, and I thought he was all right and I'm not going to slate a, a youngster that we've produced but uh he uh yeah I thought uh, one of them should have been closer on that
0: guy he had all the time in the world for that shot um now atmosphere it was a bit weird don't you think <laughs> bit odd it was I mean Burton didn't bring many and it was very difficult to know what to say about this game but I thought about it and then I thought I'd do the maths or do the math as they say and calculate how many Burton fans there actually were. Not calculate how many there were because apparently there was 252 which is so small Mm -hmm. it doesn't even fill half a train from London to Burton. <laughs> By the way, I have actually done that math. I didn't see the crowd. What was the crowd there, Sally? Uh, the crowd was 12,116, just from memory, just completely off the top of my head and not from my notes. Did he not seem that then? <laughs> Washington did well on the upside. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, did. He, he, he did. He scored. Uh, but that was, yeah, that was about it. I mean, he did. He, he, he he didn't do very much but then a lot of them didn't do very much it was the the theme of the game for me was block you know we had the ball uh, we had the ball the whole time um, and we I think we dominated the possession was something like 65-70% maybe even more something like that and Burton just blocked and blocked and blocked, and I did look at the stats, and I think they made something like nine blocks mm. or ten blocks mm. or something
1: like that. Seemed a weird team selection as well. I mean, uh, Harry Redknapp used to go on about bonus games. If there's ever been one of those, it's yeah. the Newcastle away well, game. I'm, I'm but, sure uh, you saw that.
2: I'm sure you saw that tweet that's doing the rounds. only at QPR yeah. you can we can ask for a games be brought forward and then re- rest and then rest players. Rest our yes. two most informed players yeah. because we've got three games in a week. It just seemed a bit
1: weird. Didn't yeah, I take the point that it was a different sort of game, and maybe Mackie running around wasn't necessarily the answer to unlocking a team like Burton. But he's he can get a crowd up just by the way he runs at a goalkeeper when he's closing them mm-hmm. down, True. and you yeah, just yeah. miss that impetus. Yep. And Manning yep. obviously is just flying at the moment, so mm. to take them out ahead of a game where we're probably going to get
0: pasted just seemed like a really odd move. I, I yeah. know, I know, you thought this. I know you thought something similar to this too, Tom, because you mentioned it before we came on. I wondered if us moving the game was a bit like Spurs' suicide attempt in the Champions League, <laughs> where they moved all their games to Wembley, mm. so Spurs totally cocked up their Champions League campaign by moving to Wembley because they were overawed by the occasion, failed, you know, couldn't do, couldn't get the right atmosphere together, etc., etc. I also saw they're selling, they're trying to sell tickets for their <laughs> Europa game <laughs> against a team you've honestly never heard of <laughs> um, for ten pound a ticket, but that's an aside. And I wondered if we did the same by moving this game because. Loftus Road, on a Tuesday, Wednesday night, is often rocking, is full. People are up for it, under the lights. There is something very, special about it under the lights. There's something about special is. about yeah. it, exactly. And they moved it with not a great deal of notice to yeah. a Saturday mm. afternoon. So what you're saying is no more Saturday 3pm. <laughs> we, we
3: can't handle the Saturday 3 o'clock we games. Were moaning <laughs> about, we were moaning about the lack of Saturday afternoons recently.
0: Yeah, we were, we were. Um, I, but I don't know maybe you know we didn't have a very big crowd perhaps people make, make plans when they know QPR are not at home I don't accept that I don't think people have <laughs> anything outside their lives
1: that
3: isn't uh, blue and white hooped maybe people are just so disappointed we've won a few games that we're not going to go down there there's just no excitement
0: <laughs> so listen you got, I don't think you guys have been on I'm pointing at, at Tom and Martin I don't think you've been on yet this season and no. we talk about it sort of endlessly week on week what is your take on the Holloway era so far um, all right. it obviously started badly well it started well
2: but then kind of tailed off but I think I don't think it's been helped because I think it coincided with Corker's injury kind of roughly and I think Corker's actually doing alright I think as a Premier League defender he's not I don't think he's up to it I think that's pretty been proven but as a Championship defender I think he's pretty steady that's personally and I think him missing hasn't helped it didn't help Hasselbank either he. but um it's it's all about it's all about patience really from us to an extent and that's us being that, the fans the p the p word is not saying that we do very well as fans mm. um but i think we we have to let him uh, instill what he wants into these bunch of players and i think it's working i think even the Fulham game we drew the game and i think everyone came out of there going well okay actually you're right we drew it hard we drew it hard (laughs) I mean they (laughs) they had something ridiculous in possession which I didn't which I I didn't feel that and I don't think a lot of other people I think everyone was surprised to see they had something like 75% Mm. I mean that shocked me even though I knew they had more of the ball
0: Mm.
2: but my point being that I think everyone I come out of there going well actually that was a good game and I don't think we felt that for a while Mm. where there's been some good games Mm -hmm. I mean it's not I mean to a lot of people it is all about winning but not always sometimes it's just about seeing some good, a good match and, a good, and us playing well and us playing with a bit of passion and a bit of heart and a bit of pride which so, has been lacking since really since we got promoted four or five years ago It's taken on, a little while
3: for him to get his like message across and it doesn't matter who Ian Holloway replaces as the manager he's always, always going to be completely different to anyone else yeah. mm-hmm. so it's going to take a while it for It's still going to take a while. His It's still
2: going to I mean we have to give him some time again and <laughs> we always say like Hasselbank, we and so on, and anyone and whoever before him.
0: But um, yeah, I'm, I think it's I think it's good. I mean, I'll, I So so Martin, I I know you don't you, you don't talk about it very much, but you were a youth team player at QPR, mm. as many people know, and and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because you were a youth team player in what many people see as the kind of last golden period of QPR around that time, early 90s, fifth in the. Fifth in the Premier, uh, fifth in the Premier League, top mm. London club. Jerry Francis, good young players getting in. Ian Holloway getting in. in, Ian Holloway, yeah. getting in play exactly, mm. players from lower league improving them. Ian Holloway, players from non-league improving them. Les Ferdinand, couple of old old guys knocking around to help the rest of them. Ray Wilkins, so on so forth, pulling you through. Kevin Gallant. So mm. you saw that then, and I, in a way, I, I'll ask you the same question that we ask when we have these players on: Do you see the sign that? It's pretty well subscribed to this view that what Les Ferdinand's trying to do is trying to get the club back to the type of feeling that, that was around then. Do you see those blocks being put in place? I
2: do, but the problem, I mean, it's it's a little bit simplistic to say, let's get that era back to, like, a lot of fans want mm. that back. It ain't going to happen because <laughs> the game has changed. In them 20 years or so, that game has changed massively. Like, the players' attitudes, the money, just... You know, QPR was seen as a, a you know then a bigger fish now than they are then than they, what they are now. Sorry. So for players to come in like Darren Peacock, Andy Tilson, all them players coming in from really like Bristol Rovers, um and teams lower, and that's what sort of, you know. It was a big thing. Now it's it is it is in a way, but it isn't in a way. Now it's when we're not as big as we were. What, what the players do now, though, is demand a lot more money now than they did then. So then players weren't on great wages when they come to Rangers, better than they were. But it wasn't about the wages, whereas now, I think, more so, trying to get players here who don't want to play for the money, want to play for the club, is a bit more difficult than it was. But the blocks are in place, I'd say. Well, he's trying to get that back. I just think he'll find it a lot harder. Mm. Tom, Holloway era uh well i i always uh
1: love ian holloway i, I mean that honestly he um <laughs> like, he, he... I, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say he gave us our club back uh, in 2001 it, it was a time where I'd, uh, I'd completely gone off the idea of going to QPR It was absolutely miserable and it mm. became brilliant again under him and it was a fantastic period uh, a really crucial time of my life which means I'll be a supporter forever Do you think you'll be uh, saying
0: the same thing in five years time I, about yeah,
1: uh, the era of 2016 I, onwards? I did not love the reappointment of Ian Holloway because I've got a bit of an aversion to nostalgia in any form and I feel mm. like no, it's, it's not. What it, used to be. It, it certainly isn't there. Uh, I, I I felt like it was an appointment uh, made to placate the fans and mm-hmm. not one that any normal club would have made, regardless of his connection to the club. I'm desperate for him to succeed, but I want you know I really hope, unless there's a, uh, something really terrible happens to our form, that we just stick with him because the turmoil, you know, to lose. In this transfer window alone, Cherie, Poulter, Shadipo, I realise only on loan, and Borisiuk, who, you know, homesick, you can't legislate for that. To lose those four players who all, during this season, not necessarily consistently, but have all had spells of looking quite good and quite crucial... It, it's not sustainable. It's not uh, a way that a sane football club or a stable football club behaves. And this cycle of getting rid of a manager every eighteen months, almost like clockwork, just means. Do me
0: a favour. It's not as far apart <laughs> of that as that. It's every year. It's every yeah. January. We're, isn't we're, it? we're, remarkably, well, November, December.
1: Yeah, I mean, Hasselbank got a remarkably good run considering quite how boring it was. But I mean, I I, I was quite the defender of Hasselbank, despite. Uh, 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 the football which was incredibly tedious but it did feel like things were moving in a sensible direction at least under him And
2: Do you think that uh, Hasselbank going affected Poulter because I think under, under Hasselbank no matter how bad the football was Poulter seemed to especially at the start of the season seemed to all, where he was getting coaching from Hasselbank he just seemed to improve his game not his goal scoring. I talked <laughs> but his actual game. And mm-hmm. I think I've got a feeling that might have took the wind out of Poulter's
3: sails, yeah. hence him going. Maybe Cherry too, since he was Dutch. I don't know, but possibly. But I think when they had that offer on the table, they probably saw that as a, an opportunity to to make a profit on him. He wasn't scoring a lot of goals. And no, right, that it was yeah. p- quite good business. Really. Which
2: I think you said. Oh, someone said in the pod, he was a fan's favourite.
3: Yeah, he was. But he didn't score, but he no, was no, a fan. I he, loved him. I, but he, he worked he, hard.
2: He, he, sc- he didn't score, and that was his. That's, I mean, that's his job, but.
3: Mm. But when, did, when we did sell him, I just assumed we'd have a similar kind of player coming in, which we haven't. I guess we, Matt Smith? I guess we yeah. have. Yeah. He's, he's your guy. That,
0: that, so, yes.
1: Is he? I think he will be. I think he looks like a natural replacement for him. He's 6'6". Six six. Uh, I think, you know, every time we sign a striker, I think there's a certain section of the fans who think he's going to be the saviour and see, you know shoot us to glory. But you have to actually look back. Certainly at the time since I've supported the club How many strikers have we had like that? I think it's three I think it's Furlong, Ferdinand and Austin, who have mm. actually been, you know, the archetypal 20-goal-a-season man. So mm. it's definitely not going to be Matt Smith as much as I like him. I think he's got, uh, well, I'm looking at my notes, he's got nine goals in 53 games for Fulham, so he's unlikely to suddenly become Charlie Austin. But, he's, you know, Silla at the weekend was just a head on a stick, wasn't he? And I think he'll give mm. us a bit more movement uh, and, uh, uh, and probably application than we're getting from Silla
0: at the moment. Um, I
1: mean, he seems like a lovely fella as well.
0: Do you feel like, uh, we'll come on to, to transfers next, but do you, it almost feels like we are now in pre-season. <laughs> and this is not the first time we've said it on this yeah.
3: podcast, is it? It's right. You know, we can't just get rid of the managers every 18 months unless we're going to get relegated from this this division. Like, I mean, it, <clears throat> these players Holloway Holloway signing now, if in like... 12 months time we're in the same kind of position we are now mid table you know they decide they want to change if they bring someone in who's like mm, I don't fancy them we just start again mm. you know? it's just uh, yeah, it's
0: becoming a little bit yeah, yeah it's just an endless cycle mm. that we're in at the moment but you bring a manager in and you have to let them you have to let them get their own people in, get their own players in, can't you? Or yeah, if you, or say you let a manager manage
1: and <laughs> take what he's got and do something with that. And there are enough players at QPR, and Holloway had already done, I think, some interesting things with what he had, with how he reshuffled it. I mean, Furlong, for example... <laughs> Bringing him back on loan, mm-hmm. off loan, he, he looks absolutely no worse than Perch or uh, Anua, certainly, yeah. in that right-back position. And uh, You know, there's, there's the, <laughs> re, the resources the there. Players. He looks no worse than <laughs> two other players. Right, but two other players who were assumed to be ahead of him in the pecking order so yeah. far that he was allowed to go on loan for ages. So, I don't know. I, I feel like there's uh, not enough... Uh, the turnover feels far too quick to me. And just because the manager says I need five players and I want five out doesn't necessarily mean that's how you run your club.
0: Well, let's move on to signings then. As someone pointed out today on Twitter, we've signed uh, Matt, Luke and Goss. That's tremendous work, isn't it? (laughs) Fantastic. I think that was uh, Malcolm, QPR. Um, so, So actual new players we've got in... Matt Smith, as we've talked about, which apparently is for 500000 but nobody knows. It's an undisclosed fee. Didn't stop Ian Holloway saying he's tremendous value. He <laughs> an undisclosed fee. Um, Luke Freeman. Um, uh, it looks like Ravel Morrison, but we don't really know at this point at 25 to 8 on Tuesday night. Um we understand Sky <laughs> QPR pod sources tell us he's on his way. He's on his way to London um, to sign for us on loan, but may or may not happen. So by the time people listen to this tomorrow morning, they will know. Uh, Luke, did I mention Luke Freeman? You did, you did. You did. <laughs> I did. I really? did mention Luke Freeman. Luar Luar, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. That, have I missed anyone? Sean else?
1: Goss, the Man United. Oh, player. Sean
0: Goss. Sorry, mm-hmm. yes, Sean Goss as well, the Man United player, and depending on you, on how you look at it, between two and three players who were registered with QPR but weren't in the reckoning. So, mm. you know, the, the emergence of uh, Ryan Manning, Darnell Furlong coming mm. in, mm. Jamie Mackey coming back could actually mean that you could see a QPR 11 with um, seven players who <laughs> weren't getting a look in a month ago mm. in it. Mm. Looking forward to seeing Sean Goss.
3: Mm. I like the sound of him he's got um, he's highly rated at Man United in the reserve ranks ball playing midfielder Um, the only
1: um, the only thing I've seen of him I must admit is uh, you know those YouTube
2: highlights compilations where
3: they
1: put sort of best
2: moments and like
1: like, they're uh, they're dangerous because I
2: remember watching was Was it Delamore a guy with red naps well Someone signed on the red nap <laughs> watching. Oh, he looks good on YouTube. Well, but he, ne- he never played a second. Yeah, Sean the, this Sean the
0: Brazilian yeah, striker. Yeah,
2: someone, someone come from Portugal, didn't they? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They yeah, had, like had one
2: of them packages <laughs> on YouTube. It was like, oh, he looks good. Well, Sean Goss's
1: uh, includes uh, a throw in. <laughs> uh, what uh, yeah. well, his YouTube package? Yeah, his, his best it, moments Was it a good his, one? Uh, he, well, it's better than most <laughs> of the throw-ins were managing. It did, did manage to find uh, one of his teammates with it. But uh, yeah, uh, we we need that sort of athletic player in the middle, don't we? We've been crying out for someone who's going to dominate that area with well, the pitch. And, Robinson's throwing. So yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Well, the thing we need that stuck out to me on Saturday is goals. We dominated possession. We are creating things to a point on the pitch. But then we're, we're not kind of doing those last two, three moves well, hoping, to put them away. Hoping, I guess, if Touchwood,
2: if, to a point, if uh, Morrison signs, he can be the spark that can kind of create chances. Because at the moment, people like Washington, I mean, they're not even getting chances. We're not creating very much in the final third. So hopefully he can. Create what do you think things. about
0: Morrison?
3: I can't
2: decide. No, I can't decide either. I mean, he's obviously, as I said, I think I said earlier, there's always a but (laughs) with with Morrison
0: because he's a great player. Mm. But we're we're, told. I don't question his talent. We're told. I mean, he played, I think he, if you look at his career, the checkered career would be Mm. the tabloid um, uh, uh, sticker on it. He did well for us, but it's only a handful of games. It wasn't long enough to... See him self destruct or whatever he's supposed to do every time he's onto a good thing. Mm. I've got my doubts about Holloway's man
1: management in 2017 and how that compares <laughs> to how it worked first time around. But th- there is a chance he might be the sort of player who responds to a bit of you know weird uh, Bristolian love from Ian Holloway <laughs> and an arm around the shoulder and some odd uh, metaphors. Um, it does seem like we've kind of forgotten about that thing we were going on about a while ago about signing the right sort though, doesn't yeah, it? That's that's the but. Mm. I think
0: that's but, kind of i do not sure. I mean, he is a from. pumped, isn't he, <laughs> it? It is not he its a bit, yeah. Like, the, yeah. The, the the overwhelming evidence is it mm. won't work Quality out. Quality
1: pump, though, you got to say. Yeah. yeah. Like, he should be too good for this level, but. but how f- he how he many how much he has
2: been playing
3: said, much, has he? Mm. No. no.
2: He's. Yeah, I mean. He hasn't,
0: he, I don't know how many. No, he hasn't he played. I think he's played h- a handful, three or four games. Lazio. He really hasn't played at all. I, I, I was actually looking at his career stats today. I don't think he's played 100 games <laughs> in his career, which for oh, a 20 th- 20 23...
3: 20 a lot, yeah. mm. Well, according to Joel Lynch, who we had on, on last week, all the players have to um, complete a fitness test to to be mm. considered for selection. So he'll have to be in shape.
0: Apparently he is fit because he's been training with... Uh, I think it's Wigan. I think it's Wigan he's been training with uh, um, whilst he's been back over here. Um But, and he's saying all the right things. I think he's on Twitter. I Mm. think there was an exchange with Trevor Sinclair, wasn't there, Mm -hmm. where he said, you know, I think Trevor Sinclair said, if his head's right, you know, this kid is good. And he replied to it saying, I'm 100% focused. I'm presuming it's a loan. Well, it looks like a loan. Loan is an option, by the sounds of things. Yeah. Low risk. (laughs) And um, what do we know about um, any of the other signings? Pa- um, Chelsea,
3: Chelsea have been linked with Pavel.
0: <laughs> that was my favourite rumour of the day, <laughs> I think. That's, that's someone putting in names and
1: clubs into a random room. <laughs> <narrator laughs> uh, assigning it to an Italian organisation you've never heard
0: of. <laughs> uh, but, but I also saw Chelsea are supposedly paying Celtic £40, 40 million. Million for Moussa Dembele. Yeah. But second. which one? The second. Right, okay. Yeah. And the one they're, they're signing Craig Gordon, and the only conclusion I can draw from that is they're involved in some elaborate money laundering <laughs> exercise <laughs> where they have to move a load of cash to Glasgow. That's been their transfer policy, I think, yeah. for, for several years, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Until China come in with fifty million. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Not sure about that one. <laughs> um, someone tell me
1: about Luke Freeman. Uh, I asked my mate who supports Bristol City about him because I've not paid any attention to him really uh, and he said he was mustard in our promotion season from League One but has no pace. He was what? Mustard. mustard. I was in hot, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> or, you know, tasty. Uh, <laughs> English
0: but, mustard or French mustard? Uh, somewhere in the middle, I think. Yeah, OK.
1: Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that that sounds to me like the sort of thing you might have said about Martin Rowlands 10 years ago, so uh, right. i got quite... I quite quite fancy that one to be
2: at least semi-entertaining possibly <laughs> so he's on a striker that don't score goals yeah. and a winger with no pace yeah. so going good
1: lovely <laughs> but at least they're
2: English Yay. what do you think of Luar
1: Luar on Saturday uh, predictable he kept sort of bringing it back onto his other foot and uh, I think he would have been quite an easy player to show in and play uh, against if you're playing fullback uh, I mean he looks like he's got a touch of
0: quality about him Um uh, he didn't impress me hugely though I still uh, the one one other thing I guess one other thing on Saturday was I thought every time Pavel gets the ball and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his surname oh I will Joek was it? Joek yeah <laughs> no, he, he starts to worry that, he worries defenders yeah, when he's yeah, got the yeah. ball at his feet and he makes things happen mm. I thought and and I wondered if, you know, if Holloway's trying to Trying to play with two wingers, and, and eventually he would quite like to see, you know, Pavel, one, I guess, one, two of Pavel Luar and Luke Freeman, mm. if he's a winger, play and, and play with two wingers where they get to the byline in that sort of old fashioned way, get the ball in, and then hope that one of our strikers who can't score can score.
3: <laughs> where will Morrison fit into the team?
0: Free roll. Free roll, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to go straight in the team is he? Yeah. I'm convinced he is a punt mm. they are the guy obviously likes QPR has good memories of playing at QPR because he had a good spell but I think they're looking at it they have to be looking at it that it probably won't work out but let's give it a go why not mm. they're not. surely someone tell me they're not pinning everything for the rest of the season on, on a guy who has I don't a... think so no. mm. talking of people that haven't played for a while Adele rapt? Oh, oh, poor oh. Adele <laughs>
2: Two assists, was it?
0: Two assists, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it looks like it's. He's working the out same.
2: Him. He kind of fits into a similar category, doesn't he? The pair of them were kind of. We see them as kind of maverick figures with exceptional ability, but kind of. It was up to them when they'd done it, really. Um. So has he gone there on loan? I'm not even sure where
1: he's gone, I must be honest. Genoa. Ooh, that's exciting.
0: You're supposed to say, no, I don't. Where's he gone? <laughs> Not quick enough, yeah. It's <laughs> been a long day. Transfer
1: no, day, no, well, it it Italian
3: football will probably suit his uh, work rate a little <laughs> bit more. Well, he's
2: yeah. done okay for Milan. Is it Milan he was at? Yeah, yeah, He,
1: was. he, he, done yeah, okay he did there. well
3: for Milan because it, he kind of rose to it because mm. he felt important, he felt like he was at a big club. Yeah. Um, at Benfica, he just never had he was never given the chance. The manager didn't tolerate his kind of work ethic in training, so he never had the opportunity to impress. There, it's
2: amazing how we still talk about it, though, isn't it? Like. I know he's been gone for you know. It's I mean, amazing. Right, but he hasn't. He's not been gone forever, but he's <laughs> hasn't played for us for a long time. But yet, still, still people talking about him every day, and it's weird. Have you ever seen a better QPL season from any player? No. Than a Delta. Rabo? But that's why. Like, that's why. Mm. Exactly why. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He was a wow player. Yeah,
2: yeah. very he few. We got, of them. He got us off our seats, and that's why. But I mean, he could infuriate occasionally. But
0: I've got, just got a text from my brother, which this could be my brother just chatting nonsense to me. But it also could be something which is Joek signs permanently. I saw that that's um, the I rumor. Saw, yeah. I
2: saw a two-year deal. Yeah, but it was only a rumor. It was in it was in Polish as well, and someone was um, translating.
0: Okay. On Twitter, so it that. could be that. But based on what we've seen, that's if if that is good. Yeah, that is good if that's yeah. oh, the case. Sorry.
3: No, just saw a headline about Sami Omiobi. Um, on Q- QPR but he's just focused on the game tomorrow he's not going to QPR sorry, it's okay. <laughs> who's that sorry Sammy Amiobi Newcastle oh right
0: the inferior Amiobi ok so moving ahead to tomorrow Newcastle away what can we expect
3: I think it's quite a good game for QPR I know it's one where we're not expected to win Newcastle haven't been great recently they just lost to Oxford but um, I think it, it will suit the a way show than we did last it, time. it will suit the way Holloway sets us up now you know how we played against Reading um, hoping for a similar kind of game, that kind of performance, I could see us nicking something.
0: Was that really a thing that we rested players ahead of the Newcastle game? Tell me that wasn't. Tell me that was like a combination of tactical and. Yeah, weird. I, because it, it didn't... if then we end up getting nothing from Newcastle tomorrow, then it was a total mm. backfire, waste of time, no? Mackie know. doesn't seem like a man that ever needs a rest. No. No. Only, only to protect
2: maybe a hamstring or something sure but um, I, 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 I get what you mean mm. I'm sure he, he probably didn't want to rest either
3: mm. I do love Holloway the only big question mark I have about him are his decisions during matches during matches you know substitutions right. um, yeah. <laughs> apart from that I love him <laughs> I
0: think he brings players on too late mm. I do think that I mean he brought Mackie on for the last five minutes and the point of playing Mackie I would play the guy every game simply because he lifts and pushes and makes everyone work harder. It goes so, back to what Tom said about you know, exactly. even him chasing
2: down a goalkeeper. But it's his is, aura. It's yeah.
0: not even necessarily what he does with the ball at his feet. He lifts everyone. And Mackey's position in the team has changed. If you think back to you know those days, when, when was the like, Liverpool 3-2, 2012, whatever it was. Yes, Mackey was an important player. But now he's almost—I don't. Regardless of age, he's almost like, first of all, the senior, almost like the senior pro in the mm-hmm. team who they mm-hmm. all look up to, and second of all, he's the QPR man in the team. He's mm-hmm. the one that gets the club. He's the one that gets what the fans want. So if you when when he is on the pitch, the other players raise their game because they look at him and they see that the standard he needs to get to. So when you are losing, I think bringing on Maki at 85 minutes is mm-hmm. way too late. You want to bring him on seventy minutes, mm-hmm. you know, latest, so that he gets everyone going. Mm. I play the guy every game. In your
3: head, you are thinking of that Liverpool game, aren't you? <laughs> yes, very <laughs> it's, much. It's so. weird
0: though because it, that,
2: that the start of that season with Warnock, he was our main striker, and he was on fire.
3: Yeah, scored seven games in a row or something. Like yeah, and got
2: yeah. two. I mean, he was the the number nine, as it were. He was the big man up front. He was powerful and he was great. Yeah. And then he kind of he brought Hel- Warnock brought Helsen in and put him wide. I think it was to help out Bradley Orr and Carl Walker, and, and you know, and he was great. But he hasn't really been moved back by anyone since in Forest us. Yeah. He's still played wide. i was wondering if that front might be. If we're going to play with two wingers. I don't know. I'm just looking.
0: Tom, how do we beat Newcastle?
1: Bribery. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I don't. I don't much fancy us tomorrow evening. I no, must I be honest. Either. I think there's a sort of. Um, Uh, there's a potential game plan where you do a bit of a kind of rope-a-dope on them Uh, Southampton did it fantastically against Liverpool uh, last week don't think we have the same defence as Southampton unfortunately uh, the, the real concern about the Burton game for me was just how wax we looked at the back at times there was that particular moment when Uh, Longo headed it back in quite an ill-advised position but there was Anua and Smithies covering it and then Anua kind of dawdled on it and had to blast it out. We just don't look like a composed or imposing unit at the back and I I fear for them slightly against what Newcastle have got going forward.
2: Have I missed how bad Hall's Achilles injury is? They they mentioned
1: it. I
0: I haven't seen it mentioned apart from in the post-match saying that, that... that him and Silla had picked up knocks, but I don't no. know level so of said fair. knock. Anyone? Because no,
2: no, if Hall's injury is quite bad, then I'm surprised that Corker would maybe be on loan. I know he's injured at the moment. So it looks
0: like he's going to Russia, yeah. doesn't it? sounds like it, yeah.
3: yeah. Our priorities in the transfer market are very much up front and midfield, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> so
0: with as we speak uh, and we'll move on to the AusM but uh, as we speak with three hours left of the transfer window QPR priorities for the next three hours
1: stop buying players I'm so <laughs> tired of all these new players it's really hard to feel affection and uh, familiarity when the, the cast just changes like by 50% every single window just you know put a transfer ban on yourself for two years or something and let's give it a go with what we've got
2: yeah I think sometimes that the, the players players are bought in for the sake of it yeah. to as a fresh face as a bit of a kick up the backside mm. for maybe a few not necessarily to massively improve the team and that's a kind of that, that's been going on for ages with us and
0: yeah yeah I, I I do think we have a bit of a goal scoring problem but I, I, I agree with you, Like we've got so many midfielders, mm. why do we need to get rid of three of them and replace them with three other midfielders? Mm. We've got loads of professional footballers that earn very good money being professional footballers. You've still got Cole Henry as well, has he actually yeah, got geez, one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that slips but, under the radar,
1: hasn't
3: yeah. it? Okay. Bu- buying a proven goal score in January though is virtually impossible, yeah, unless you are just mm. mega mint. ever
0: work for anyone? Like, who, Austin started, started really well, <laughs> Uh, yeah. don't talk to me about Austin because C did we get with him six in? months left on his contract mm-hmm. a year ago we got how much for Charlie Austin? Four million. With six months left on his contract, how much did West Brom get for Saido Berrahino? Twelve million. But everyone is trying Charlie 10 Austin now. is an infinitely better player than Saido Berahino all day, every day. How did they get three times mm. more than what QPR? I think that's got just to transfers
1: in like honestly, in like the last year. like pl- players deal. I've not heard of have gone for ten million in this window. Like ten million is 10 million like is the, the new, new five hundred grand. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Wolves yeah. have
3: just signed a winger permanently, Helder Costa, for thirteen million championship yeah. championship. Yeah. Mm. And yeah.
0: Burnley paid ten million for a whole left back yeah. today. Okay. Who apparently Sorry. is good. Okay, but he's a left back from Hull. Right, yeah. And they've paid ten million for him. <laughs> mm. Um, okay, R's end with with yeah, yeah uh, a whole left back. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, not half a left back, a whole left back to Burn to Burnley. Which <laughs> my emphasis on Burnley is it's not like one of the big fours come in for this guy and they've had to pay over the odds. It's a new team to the Premier League oh, yeah. and has just written a cheque for ten million. I'm
3: waiting for Burnley to come in, sign Cole Henry. Must be worth <laughs> yeah. at least. Eight million. <laughs>
0: Just as an aside, what a terrible like Lincoln that draw in the FA Cup. They could not have got a worse team than Burnley away. No, well, Bla- Burnley are yeah. granite. Blackburn Durf- got- more, aren't they? They're yeah. not going to get through them. It will be a not entertaining game, <laughs> and they'll lose anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I was going to say, Blackburn knocked us out of the
3: cup, didn't they? They've got Man United. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll be on TV, of course. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Right, ours end of the show. Anything you haven't mentioned, would like to mention, would like to get off your chest, I will do a very simple announcement. Uh, Simon Matthews has emailed us. Uh, His son Jack is 18 tomorrow on the 1st of February. And how do you think Jack is celebrating his 18th birthday? God. Yeah, Don't trip up
2: the A one. Don't do it, James. He's going up the A um, one. Trip up the A one and trip up the stairs at St.
0: James's <laughs> Park. Yes. God, yes, he's getting a nosebleed <laughs> in the away end at St James's Park. Listen, if there's anybody from QPR listening, well you know the club listen to it on a on a what's usually a Tuesday morning, it'd be a Wednesday morning. Do it for Jack tomorrow. He's yeah. gone all the way up to Newcastle. It's his 18th birthday. He only gets one 18th birthday. So do it for Jack Matthews. Happy birthday, Jack. Right. Next. I, I don't really have a hard end. I, I just want to...
3: We're playing Newcastle tomorrow night, so it brings back terrible memories. That Probably the lowest point of this season mm. watching us God. just absolutely get annihilated um, at Loftus Road. So if there are any players listening, then please, uh, you know, you've, You've got to make it up to us tomorrow, <laughs> gentlemen. Um, two really quick things.
2: One related to what Chris just said about uh, Blackburn knocking us out of the cup. I don't know if you saw that fact that it was going around yesterday. That it's funny, but also very depressing that <laughs> Sutton have won more FA Cup games this season <laughs> than we have than we have in twenty years. <laughs> And that is a fact, and that is a fact, wow. And
0: that's not even a Donald Trump alternative, that's an actual fact. Yeah,
2: which is like, wow, what makes you think, really? Anyway, wow. I laughed but also cried inside. But um, also, very quickly, um, one thing a lot of fans don't know is that this season, the first season, there is a QPR College Academy up and running in uh, Latimer Road. And my son's in it, uh, goalkeeper. But it's not many fans know, and it's it's good. I think it's, it goes under the radar a little bit that the club are starting to kind of sieve out some of the local talent, some of the local players. Is that the Westway? Yep, uh, it's the first year they've done it, so that it's kind of I think they're kind of learning on the hop a little bit as it's going. But what age group? are they? Uh, I think they're seventeen. So, I know it's kind of late stages, but they're still trying to, the ones that have gone through the net, ones, you know, and they're playing other clubs. I mean, they've been away to Burnley, I think, and away to all sorts of various mm. teams, and they play Watford and Pat, you know, always. So, it's good. It's good for, you know, it goes under the radar a little bit. What, you know, I've been on this podcast before where we've been moaning about Rangers not
0: looking locally. And so, you know, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, the club the club do good community work and and um, we've always been very uh, kind of supportive of that and given credit there. They just don't do good recruiting managers and keeping faith with them work necessarily. Yeah. But that's that's always good to hear. Tom, you have the last word. Thank
1: you. Uh, I I wanted to spread some uh, journalism love uh, to a couple of people. I think we're very lucky to have uh, such good journalists uh, taking unusual time and effort to cover QPR, um, specifically Clive Whittingham, who just writes... Several thousand words every week in a real kind of labor of love with a kind of attention and a depth that no outlet could yeah. realistically provide. And other clubs would kill to have someone as dedicated as that who knows as much and can offer that much analysis. And David McIntyre, as well, who's a fantastic reporter. Um, and yet still gets pelters constantly from people on Twitter who think he's got some sort of bizarre agenda against the club and if we've learned nothing else from supporting QPR it's that QPR are quite capable of sabotaging themselves, they don't need uh, David McIntyre to do it for them um, so it's just sort of very disappointing to see when um, either of those two specifically get slated because I think it's a pretty thankless task dedicating your career to covering QPR uh, and a lot of clubs don't have that sort of coverage so I think um, before you abuse them on Twitter just take a second and think about your actions uh, especially if your icon is still an egg
0: (laughs) (laughs) totally totally agree agree agree. couldn't agree more I think um, we're a championship club but I think we have uh, whatever we call them writers bloggers journalists those guys are if it's not too cheesy to say champions league level I I agree with you totally I think they're both of them are brilliant and, and top quality writers okay um final predictions for Newcastle which by the time 80% of our listeners listen to this will be out of date so it will be a good laugh I'll go with my usual what I say to cover ourselves when I'm not sure it will go our way which is one all (laughs) one all Uh, I think there will be more goals than that I'm going to go for 2-2 Martin. Do
3: you
2: want me to be honest or do you want me to... Uh, go <laughs> you with, say, go with you say boxing, what you isn't?
0: feel. Paul at this point would say, I'm going to get hammered for this on Twitter. So oh, you can preface it with that.
2: Well, yeah, Paul we, Yeah, says, yeah. yeah. uh, I, I think we'll get beat tomorrow night. I don't think he'll be the absolute humiliation like it was at Loftus Road because I think we're, we're actually a harder team to beat. Oh, actually, that's good. But um, I do think that they might have a little bit too much for us tomorrow. 2-0, um, I think. Oh, sorry to be depressing but I'm just being honest
0: Tom?
1: I think we might score but I think we'll lose 3-1 Well
0: that's all cheery <laughs> isn't it? Okay <laughs> thank you very much for listening We, with a bit of luck we should be back normal day next week which is Monday night this has been Open All Ours thank you very much UPR UPR Super Rangers are on the up UPR UPR